0: Summertime is upon us. While that does create excitement, it can create some anxiety as there's so much pressure especially around women to look a certain way in a bathing suit. On today's episode of the Budget Babe podcast, I talked to my friend and listener Kayla Schwarber where she talks about her dealings with diet culture. And her journey to being an anti diet coach. You don't want to miss this. You're listening to the Budget Babe podcast. This is Ella, and I'm here to talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. So welcome back, everybody, to the Budget Babe podcast. This may be your first time listening. If so, welcome. I have a special treat for you today. And this is my friend, Kayla, who is the anti-diet mentor. And what I love about this is I know that dieting and fitness and weight loss, it is an $89 billion industry industry. And most people who start diets, they fail at it. And they spend a lot of money on foods that are diet foods that they don't necessarily enjoy. And on this show, it's about living your best life without breaking your bank. And we're going to cover the topic of dieting because this is the time of year where everybody is getting self-conscious about what they look like in a bathing suit. To me, a bathing suit body is a body in a bathing suit. Simple as that. But we're going to talk about basically dieting, why it doesn't work. We're going to talk about health and fitness. And I want to talk about Kayla's journey as an entrepreneur, as the anti-diet coach. So Kayla, if you want to give us a background on yourself, your family life, and what inspired you to be an anti-diet coach. For sure.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Um, so a little bit of background about me. I am, um, I'm a 36 year old, wife and mama of two I live in Minnesota born and raised um I have I've never been a skinny kid I was I would say up until like second grade maybe and then after that like I've always had a little bit of meat on my bones and in college is when I think I mean I remember dieting like in high school for sure but college I think is really when like the typical yo-yo started, right? Of like you gain the freshman 15 and then you go on some kind of a crash diet to lose right. it. And then yeah. you gain it all back and repeat that cycle for the next, let's see, what uh, how old are you in college? 18, 19, I'm 36 now. So repeat for however many years that is. Um and I I always felt like there's gotta be a better way to do this, right? Like I've done Weight Watchers and I've done um, I mean, name a popular diet. What was it? The South beach diet. I never did oh. Atkins cause I could never give up bread. That's just oh. not <laughs> 30 or no, I'm not interested in that. I'd, I'd rather not. Um, but I've tried it all and mm-hmm. I've worked out and I've, and I've gotten skinny and I've gained weight back and you know, it's just that vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and so about, six or seven months ago probably is when I connected um with my now one of my really good friends Erin Constant on Instagram and I was I don't even remember how I found her it was like through somebody else's page and so I started following her and I was like this chick is this this chick is cool she speaks her mind she's got this anti-diet mentality and I want more of that Um, Yeah, totally. And so I reached out to her and I was like, okay, I know you do some kind of coaching. Like, what do you do? And she was a Beachbody coach. And right away I was like, oh, shoot, I don't want anything to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) And and to be completely honest with you, I didn't know anything about Beachbody except that it was an MLM, multi-level marketing. Um, and the only like quote unquote experience that I had had with it in the past was um, like some random person on Facebook a few years ago, DMing me and being like, Hey, do you want to join this health and fitness thing that I'm doing? And I was like, huh? I had literally just had a baby. That was the furthest thing from my mind. And I was like, no, I, and no. And I thought it was kind of rude. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, when I found out that that's what Erin was doing, I literally asked her, like, "Can you just coach me like like of more of a life coach? like, can you just talk to me and coach me and I'll pay you, but like separate from beachbody? Like I don't want to have anything to do with beachbody?" And so she's like, "Well, let me think about it and get back to you." And she came back to me a couple of days later and she's like, "You know, not really, because like beachbody is how I get paid, like that's my job." And I said, okay, like fine, but I want you. So like, I'm willing to give it a try, but I said, do not ask me to be a part of this MLM. I have no interest in coaching. I have no interest in doing what you're doing. Like I will give this a try as like your client, but I don't, I don't want to, I want any part of that. MLMs are not for me. Um, And I had had friends that had done different direct sale MLM type things in the past, um, like 31 and CeneGence and those sort of things. Yeah. And I just, and I just thought like, no, no, no harm to them. Like that's cool if that's for them. I just was like, I have no time for this. I have a full-time job. I have two little kids. I don't have time to be putting into something else to make a few extra bucks a month. Like I just don't. Yeah. So she was like, no problem. I'm not here to like push you into something that you don't want to do. She encouraged me to sign up for a coaching account just because you get a discount on products that way. Mm -hmm. She's like, you can cancel it at any time. You do not have to do any work. Like that's just the type of account it is. And I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. I'm intrigued by these Pre and post workout supplements. So I'll sign up as a coach and I'll cancel if I don't want to. Um, and then literally three weeks later, I was messaging her saying, Okay, you got me. Like, how do I do this? Yeah. And honestly, when I think back on like why, where the shift was or why it shifted for me, um, it had nothing to do. Well, I shouldn't say that it didn't have nothing to do with income potential. I had gone to like a coaching sneak peek, like what is coaching that she had put on, mostly because I was nosy because I knew that she did this full time, and I wanted to know like what that meant like how much money are you actually making doing this? But I had no interest in doing it for like a job like to make extra income. I thought, okay, well, I'm spending about a hundred dollars a month right now on these products that I'm buying from Beachbody. So if I could make hundred dollars a month and pay for those products, then I can like justify using them. Um, and just following her, I was like, I could do this. Like I could post these things on Instagram and the community that I'm getting out of it already is cool. And what the heck,
0: give it a shot. So And that's really cool because you get to help people. You get to help people feel better about themselves. Now, to me, when I hear beach body, I just think getting in a bathing suit and laying in the sand. Right, Society, (laughs) Society has so many unrealistic standards for everybody. This hourglass figure, this heart-shaped butt, big boobs. I mean, people are having so many invasive surgeries to look a certain way. People are spending so much money on, you know, just... Sculpting procedures, diet pills, getting into so many things are just not good for them body wise, going yeah. on a super restrictive diets. My doctor is anti diet. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. I was talking about my blood sugar. I was talking about, you know, getting it stabilized. And she suggested cutting down carbs. But then in the next breath, she said, do not go on a low carb diet for crying mm-hmm. out loud. Do not go on keto no. or dirty. They're super unrealistic. Just, enjoy some ice cream every now and then, but in moderation, don't do it. Everything in
1: moderation, everything in moderation. And honestly, like keto, keto is the big thing right now, like keto and paleo, right? Yeah, Those are like the, the, the popular diets right now. And yeah, like they (laughs) the only, in my opinion, the only reason that you should be on keto or paleo is if there is a health reason for that mm-hmm. you know um otherwise like everything in moderation the reason that restrictive diets do not work is because your brain will revolt at some point like yeah. if you you can cut out, sure like I could cut out carbs for a week and I could probably lose five pounds maybe let's say but I'm going to start if I start eating those carbs again which I'm going to oh yeah then I'm gonna gain that weight back like if my biggest thing is like slow and steady wins the race Mm -hmm. if you if your goal is to lose weight you can do that without cutting anything out or cutting your calories down to 1200 calories a day or something like that like you don't toddlers need to eat 1200 calories a day. Like grown adult people need more food and fuel than that. Like calories are fuel for your body. So there are ways that you can shift it and that you can limit and switch around how you're eating without restricting yourself. And so that's kind of what I've been working on in the last few months is like, coming up with what works for me. Right. Cause that's the other thing is like, what works for me might not work for you, Absolutely. but if you can find something that's sustainable for yourself, that's, that's the key that's healthy, something that's healthy and sustainable. Yeah. And that's where the magic is as far as that
0: goes. And finding that and just getting into better habits and what you eat, keeping yeah. you know better lean protein and vegetables yeah. around the house instead of, cause I think sometimes when you deprive yourself, and I read this book called way down by Glenn Shamblin. She's a okay. nutritionist that went to university. She's a professor at university of Memphis. She went to university of Tennessee, studying nutrition. And her biggest thing is gauging your hunger levels, finding your mm-hmm. hunger signals, gauging your hunger levels and eating everything in moderation. You can love broccoli and M&Ms and still yeah. get to your ideal weight.
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah. You can. And that's the other thing is like, like the other trend right now is intermittent fasting. Right. And like, and it, and it worked, that's fine. Because if you're only eating, if you're only letting yourself eat for five hours a day, you can't eat. I mean, you probably could, but you're less likely to eat three, 4,000 calories in five hours than you are in 12 to 14 hours. Right. Uh. So, and again, that works for some people. Like if that works for you, fine. I'm more of the mindset of like, if I'm fasting, it's because my body is not hungry. So there are some days where I will have a bigger lunch, um, for work. We go to Chipotle every single Friday for lunch. And I do not hold back on Chipotle Friday. Like I get a burrito, I get chips and guac, and then I'm not hungry for dinner on Friday night. So I don't eat dinner on Friday night. Yeah. Like, and, and a year two years ago, I would have, I would have still eaten dinner on Friday night with my family because it's dinner time. And so it's time to eat. I'm done doing that. Like if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. And if I'm
0: not hungry, I'm not going to eat. Yeah. That's the way. Yeah. You gauge in your hunger levels and guacamole or guacamole is nutritious, of course, but chipotle can be nutritious. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Like what I eat
1: is not bad. I just eat a ton of it when I'm there. Like It's not horrible. It's not bad stuff, but I'm, I'm eating enough for probably two or three meals. <laughs> at yeah. point. But, but so then I don't eat dinner. Okay. Well, so then I had lunch and dinner all in one. It, it's and kind then of- I don't eat again until breakfast the next day. And if I get hungry at eight o'clock
0: at night, that night, I'll have a snack, you know? yeah. So yeah. The, intermittent, the intermittent fasting thing, as I understand it, and I learned this in health class, that if you starve yourself, your body's going to use up the energy that it has and be more likely to store fat.
1: Yeah, I haven't done a ton of research about it. I've heard that too. Um, And there's other things that say like, like your body will, if you restrict yourself too much, your body thinks it's in starvation mode. I don't know. I mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, fat, fat loss, weight loss, whatever you want to call it at the end of the day is calories in versus calories out. So if you eat more calories than you burn in a day, you're going to gain weight in the long run. If you burn more calories than you eat in a day for a consistent amount of time, you're going to lose weight in the long run. Um, So I don't, I don't, I honestly, I don't really know. Like, I kind of feel like, like the whole, if you starve yourself, your body's going to revolt and you're going to hang on to weight. Well then how, like, I don't, how then how do you explain the skin and bones figures that you see of anorexic people? You know what I mean? Like, no, your body, like, I don't, I don't know if I, if I believe that, that your body's going to store the fat. I don't know. Yeah, Our bodies are smart for sure. And so I do think for a period of time, your body's going to go, whoa, hold on. We're not getting what we need here. We better hold on to what we've got, but eventually calories in versus calories out. is going to catch up to you. I don't know.
0: And that's oh. been interesting too, because anorexia, bulimia, eating disorders, and overeating—they both come from emotional voids. Oh yeah. Big so time. a lot of like your eating habits, your exercise habits are tied to emotional situations. Yeah. Maybe things happen in your life that you can't control. Yeah. It's like a coping mechanism. Well, and that's that's eating. for
1: me too. Where like the workout part of it comes in is like I preach all the time that like I work out for my mind just as much, if not more than I work out for my body.
0: Like yes.
1: I, I'm, I for sure. Like I want to keep my body strong. I want to, um, you know, build muscles, maybe lose a little bit of fat, but I know for a fact that if I don't work out, so I'm a morning, I'm a morning workout person. I found that that's when I'm at my best. Gotta- I'm trying <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Try work walk every morning. <laughs> I, tra- I had to train myself. I had to train myself to do it because I, I, you, before kids, I would wake up 15 minutes before I needed to leave for work. And now well, let's see, what is it? I wake up about three hours before I need to leave for work now. So I can get my stuff done before my kids wake up. Otherwise it's not going to get done. But I have realized that if I don't get my workout in, in the morning, I'm going to be more stressed out throughout the day. Like I've realized that there is a pattern to it. So it's like, move your body, change your mind. It's, it's true. It's not, it, it, there's endorphins and there's hormones and it's real. Like, yeah, it definitely affects your mental health for sure. And eating too. Like, I know that when I'm working out, I'm going to in, for the most part, eat better and vice versa. When I'm eating better, I'm more likely to work out like it all it's all connected
0: for me. So yeah. Eating healthy. I'm a big proponent of sleeping. Well,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: working out and eating healthy does help you sleep better because your body needs to be able to go into rest mode and repair itself. Yeah. And renew itself. So, and if I sleep better, I eat better the next day. I work out.
1: Yeah. It's all cyclical. It's all. Yeah. And like, like I too, I mean, I for sure am an emotional eater. They say you either live to eat or eat to live. And I for sure live to eat. Like I love food. Mm -hmm. I, but I've learned to enjoy everything in moderation. Right. But I am totally an emotional eater. If I'm stressed out, I'm looking for a snack to eat. Um, and that's just how I'm wired. But I also am like an emotional shopper. And if I'm stressed out, I'm going to go to Target and I'm going to buy myself a new shirt. And I have found that, like, with all of this, I'm doing that less too. Like, I'm less likely to browse Amazon or go to Target and buy a bunch of random stuff because I'm not trying to fill that void, right? Like, yeah. I'm just not anymore. I mean, so- I, I still spend unnecessary money
0: at Target, of course, but. <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> you say that your journey with Body, your health journey has actually helped you overall in your spending, Helped you save because of the stress management. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because overspending comes from the same void as overeating does. You're just trying to fill in other voids in your life that you're not filling. And having an emotional attachment to food and stuff just comes from a place where you feel like something in your life is lacking and you need to fix that.
1: And you're just trying to fill it with something, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. For For sure. Now, tell us about your journey with Beachbody, how you budget around the business, because every, any kind of entrepreneurship, even if it's just a, not just a, but just if you're starting a business on Etsy, if you're selling essential oils, if you're selling, you know, hairdresser, anything that where you're your own boss, your own business, that takes an investment. And I think that's what turns a lot of people away from the, the multi-level marketing. There's, there's always a stigma around it, but I have friends who have done really well selling skincare. I buy nail strips from another friend of mine because they're the only way I have a full on manicure that doesn't damage yeah. my nails. It's better yeah. for them than gel. So I, I do believe that some of the best products out there come from that direct selling and it's a good way to get additional income. I've seen women build communities with it. And it's just, some people, it's overall brings people joy. Like this podcast, I don't make any money off of this yet, but it brings me joy. That's why I put a yep. lot of investment into it. Yep. Talk about investing into Beachbody and what that journey has bought you. Yeah.
1: So like I said, I wanted nothing to do with the business side of this when I first signed up. Um, I signed up for that coach account to get the discount on the products uh, until I knew whether I liked them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just decided to go for it. And I, so, okay. So I started actually coaching in November of 2020. So it's been six or seven months now. Um, And I, I just tried to do some rough math the other day. And I think that I've brought in a little over like about $1,200 probably right now. So, and I'm, and I'm just starting out. So obviously that's not, a ton of extra money but it's extra money and it for sure I have for sure broken even on the deal so the the nice thing about Beachbody is to sign up as a coach and to sign up as a customer cost the exact same amount of money so so when I signed up I was gonna be paying this I think I I think the package that I picked was like 200 $230 let's say so with that I got a year of the on-demand workouts I got Erin as my coach I got access to her online community that she runs I got um a one month supply of the um Shakeology which is our superfood shake and the pre and post yeah and the pre and (laughs) post workout so I got one month of all that um and then like every program has like different equipment, right? So I got like, I signed up for our newer running program. So I got like a a set of like bands, like resistance bands. And I got, I don't know, there were a couple other things and access to both of our nutrition programs that we offer. So it would have cost me the exact same $230 to sign up as the customer account versus to sign up as the coach account. The only difference after that initial sign up is that if you sign up for a coach account, there's an ongoing um, U.S. dollars. I think it's about $16 a month that you automatically get. That's like your coaching fee, but you get a 25% discount on all of those products. And so if I kept doing, which I have kept doing all three of those supplements every month, I'm saving. So I'm paying $16.00. For the coaching fee and on the supplements altogether, I believe I'm saving about $40. So I'm coming out ahead as far as that stuff goes. So again, for some people, that makes sense. For some people, it doesn't make sense. It's super easy to cancel that coaching fee. If I had decided after that first month, like I'm going to keep doing the workouts and stuff, but I don't really feel like I need these supplements. I could have canceled the supplements. I could have canceled the coaching fee and I wouldn't have been out any extra money. So I decided, okay, I'm going to try this coaching thing. My goal has been to at least pay for the supplements that I'm getting every month. I figure if I can break even on those supplements at the end of the month. Cool. Um, I have for sure broken even on the supplements every month and then made a little bit of money. Yeah. Everybody, the, the cool thing about it that I've figured out is that everybody can do their own thing. It truly is. Your own business. All of us run our, all of us have different coaching styles. We all run our communities differently. We all like, there are some times where I will, like, I'm getting ready after this. I'm going to go to the post office and I've got some little like goodies to send out to some new girls in my community. So I, but I'm choosing to do that part, right? Like, I wouldn't yeah. have to spend my money on that if I didn't want to. You've got
0: to set
1: yeah, so it's just it's however you want to do it. Um my coach, this is her full-time job. She was able to quit her corporate job so she, and she's been coaching for about two two and a half years now, I want to say. Um back in September of 2020, she was able to quit her full-time corporate job and come home um and and this is what she does. She makes enough money on coaching alone to do that full-time. Um, personally, that's not my goal. Um, but like you were saying, like with, with that void that you're looking to fill that emotional void, like this fills that for me too. I love, I honestly love it. I love being able to work out at home. I feel better. Um, and I like sharing that opportunity with other
0: people. So that's, yeah. I've made some of my best friends in Nashville through my workout. Yeah. And it, my supplements, when I think about your cost like the sixteen dollars a month and the as, as i say i always overestimate what I spent, but the three hundred dollars is like two hundred right I look at that, and my supplements cost that much yeah. they cost about they cost more than sixteen dollars a month, my gym membership, I do the planet fitness thing, paid twenty five dollars a month yeah. and you know just individualized classes i I do yeah. yoga, and you know it it all adds up so yeah in a way your program can save, it's saving you money. You actually yeah. invested yeah. and can save well, other money as well.
1: And that's what I tell people too, when I'm talking to them about it, um, who are interested in signing up, I've got a lot of people who, and, and honestly, like everybody has different financial situations. Right. But as far as I'm concerned, it's a really affordable program. Like there are so many options to it. You can just like, I call it our Netflix of workouts. It's Beachbody on demand. We have over a thousand individual workouts. It's over 40 programs. Now you can buy just that, um, for one year is $99. So if you think of that as like a gym membership or whatever, like it's really not that much. Um, And then like the, the packages, like I signed up with that come with the nutrition programs and the coaching and all of that stuff, um, start as low as $140. So, and go up. I mean, they go way up from there. You can spend hundreds of dollars to sign up, but you don't have to. Um, and that's kind of what I like to talk to people about too. I have a lot of people who will say, I'm super interested in it, but I just don't have the extra money right now. And I always let them know, like, hey, I, I 100% get that. Like I am totally, I, I get it. But if you wanted to try out the coaching thing and do it either part-time like I do, or even if you just have a couple friends that you want to get to do this with you, you'll get a referral kickback for that. And you can essentially pay for your program by getting two or three friends to do it with you. And again, that's for some people, and it's not for other people. Yeah, but it's always more fun with friends, anyways. Is what I like
0: to say. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, and you've got to keep each other motivated. My neighbor and I, we try to go to Planet Fitness every morning. She's really yeah. good about getting up early in the morning. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of times we'll go hiking. We'll make it fun. We'll go hiking, yeah. check out the full moon. But there's an accountability thing to it mm-hmm. when you have goals it's good to have somebody to hold accountable. And that's why somebody would go for a coach or work out with their friends and build a community around it is to.
1: I've loved, I mean, the community aspect of it has been amazing. My, like the community that I got brought into when I signed up with my coach and now the community that I've created too. I love, I love both of them. They're, they're totally accountability buddies. And that's the other thing. Like when my coach signed up, for coaching. She did it to hold herself accountable. She's like, if I go on Instagram and tell all these people that I'm going to work out and I'm going to eat better, I'm more likely to do it. If I go on Instagram and tell all these people, I'm going to do it versus just telling myself in my house and my husband that I'm going to do it. Right. Um, and there is a little bit of that for me too. Like, okay, these people are used to seeing my workouts in the morning and they're used to seeing the salad that I make for lunch. And I've got, a. Bunch of followers now that will notice if I go missing for a few
0: days or whatever. So there's yeah. definitely accountability factor to that too. Excellent. Now tell us about your ideal client. Who would be perfect to have you as an anti diet coach?
1: Yeah. So I think of people like me who have been on that diet roller coaster and who are just sick of it and want something different. Um, I've I've figured out a way to do this. I'm, and I'm by no means an expert. Like I am not, um, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a certified fitness professional. That's not who I am, but I am somebody who has a lot of life experience with this and has figured out something that can, that has worked for me and I think could work for other people. So, and also I should have said this when I was talking about how much money I made, um, insert the beach body income disclaimer here. So team beach body does not guarantee any level of success or income. Each coach's income is based on his or her own diligence and skill. So yeah, that's just, we have to say that when we're talking about income, I'm, it, I'm, it's, it, it totally depends on it's all what you want to make out of it. So yeah,
0: I'm yeah. glad that you said that, but no individual pursuit does guarantee additional income. No. No. no individual. Unless you're, let's say you're going to be a cashier at Kohl's. Yeah. You're guaranteed to make 10 to $12 an hour mm-hmm. as a cashier at mm-hmm. Kohl's. But if you're starting your own business, if you're, you're basically self-managed yeah. as you would be, if you were to open up a brick and mortar, open up your own law mm-hmm. firm, or if you were to open up your own gym, become a real estate agent. Yeah anything that requires that amount of independence is not going to guarantee success. It's all in the person. It's all yeah. in the you for sure. I mean, you for sure have to work for it. I, like, yeah. I
1: remember that's the other thing. Like I, I would think of like MLMs. I feel like, you know, you get people reaching out to you, right. About like essential oils or the nail strips or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like it used to be kind of sold as like, passive income. Like this is not passive income. There are ways, like there are coaches that have been doing it for a long time. And yes, some of it, some of it does turn into passive income, but for the most part, it's not passive, but it's, but it's my own decision, right? Like Mm -hmm. some weeks I work 10 to 15 hours on my coaching stuff. And some weeks I only have two to five hours to put into it. And that's fine because at the end of the day, it's me. Like it's me that's making the money or it's me that's not making the money. So yeah. it's whatever I want to do with it.
0: And, and individual pursuits. I have friends that I have a friend that owns a boutique and I do this podcast. It's, I love my corporate job. Yeah, We talked about this early. We like our corporate jobs. We're yeah, like, I like the 401k. I like, the four I one K, I like yeah. the benefits and I learn a lot from my corporate job. There's a lot of personal growth that comes from being in sales right. for a financial services company, but When you have your own pursuit, whether it is Beachbody, whether it is opening your own boutique, for me, the podcast, it's having ownership over something. Mm -hmm. We want that. Mm -hmm. Whether I'm writing my book, we want to have ownership over something. We want something that is our baby, our project.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Something that we, yeah, something that we can network on and say, okay, yeah, this is what I do in my corporate job. People ask me what I do. It's a, yep. it's a mouthful. I'm Like this is my corporate job. I'm also yep. a fitness instructor, and I have a podcast, <laughs> and right. I'm being into <laughs> photography. I mean, I, right. um, I don't want to be limited to just right. my name and yeah. what I do for a living. I just, I, we all, I, I feel like millennials. We just have so many different passions. And that's oh totally. And I
1: know so many, I have so many friends that are like that. Like I think that's I think it's becoming more and more common too that people are kind of diversifying themselves, right? Like totally.
0: so makes and sense. The internet gives us so many opportunities to do yeah. that. Yeah, totally. It's crazy. Absolutely. Now tell us about your biggest inspiration. What inspires you the most? Or who
1: inspires oh, you? Oh man. Um, uh, well. I mean, when you talk about who, right, I've got two little kids, so I've got an eight-year-old daughter and I've got a four-year-old son. What? Um, and especially with my daughter, like I, it is, it's so hard. Like, so I, we were talking about books earlier. So I, um, have read, um, anti-diet. Yeah. Um, and it talks a lot about like the language that we use around food and around working out and, a, and around overall health and wellness and it is so hard like we try so hard my husband and I both in our house to not talk about um good food versus bad food and yes. you, you have to eat all of your vegetables before you can have the M&Ms it's so hard like that's how our generation for sure was raised yeah um and it's so hard to switch that language but like i don't want my daughter at 15 years old to be feeling like she has to go on a diet because her body might be a little bigger than her peers. Like Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be about how you look like, and that's so, it's so hard. And I'm still working on that too. But like my, the community that I've created, I've named it focus on the feel good because I have finally figured out that if I focus on what makes me feel good, the rest of it kind of falls into place. Right. So I eat the way I eat because it makes me feel good. I work out almost every day because it makes me feel good Mm -hmm. mentally and physically. So I, that's, that's kind of my reason why I guess is because I feel like if enough of us start talking about it more and doing more about that, like I feel like the diet industry is always going to exist, right? Like it's a, yeah. however much you said so many billions of dollar industry, so profitable. Like, it's not going to go away. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if enough of us start to kind of get that momentum going, if you, if you affect one or two people, that's one or two people who you're, I don't know how else to say it. So saving from diet culture, right? Like, yeah who you're teaching that there's a a different way to do this that might fulfill them more. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then I guess like what has inspired me to do it is kind of the same thing like just I finally feel like I have found something that I can sustain long term and that makes me feel better and so I'm going to keep doing it whether I'm making money doing it or not. I'm going to keep doing it.
0: Yeah. yeah. That is fantastic to hear and Diet culture has definitely triggered me Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because we all have different bodies. We all have different struggles, whether it's a thyroid disease, whether it's PCOS for women, Mm -hmm. there's so many different hurdles we have to jump through. And I do remember at my skinniest at a size four Mm
1: -hmm.
0: being looked at funny for eating a full meal that wasn't just greens. (laughs) and I know. It's so screwed up. it's It's so screwed up. Yeah. It's socially unacceptable to enjoy food sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm a size anywhere from a six to an eight now, but I'm the healthiest I've ever been. Right. Totally.
1: Yeah. And that's the other thing is like, you know, I feel like there are so many more of these movements now, like body positivity and health at any size, like you don't half, you can be skinny and be healthy, like for sure. Sure. But you don't have to be like, you can be, you can be healthy at 120 pounds. You can be healthy at 220 pounds. Like it doesn't, your weight is not. And, and that's the other thing, like going back to, like I said, you can, I could go and do keto or do whole 30, you know, for a month and lose 10 pounds. The the number on the scale is not the be all end all. I get on the scale. I, I have friends who don't, it doesn't do them any good. I get on the scale. I use it as part of my measurement, but I don't let it bum me out or get me excited. Like it's not, it just, that number is what it is because I can eat the exact same two days in a row and I could gain gain four pounds. You're not gaining weight. There's so many things that affect weight. For women, there's hormones, there's your water intake, there's your sodium intake. Did you go to the bathroom yesterday? Like eating a different meal one day is not going to make you gain four pounds of fat. The scale might have gone up four pounds, but that doesn't mean that you gained four pounds. So there's this whole, like, there's this whole thing that you have to unpack with it too. Yeah. And the BMI measurement,
0: oh. but what about oh. don't even
1: get started on the BMI measurement.
0: Yeah. About your, blood pressure, your heart rate, how your sleep is, yes. your sugar. Yeah. Your blood sugar,
1: your blood heart. Sugar. Your, yes. Like that's what you should be like. Those things are what you should be looking at. Right. Not how much this, what the scale says or what your BMI is. BMI is complete crap. Like. It's dumb. It doesn't, there is no, it doesn't take into account muscle. I mean, like if you put a 180 pound woman who was a bodybuilder next to a 180 pound woman who just had a baby and is like full of belly flab, they'd have, and, and they were both the same height. They'd have the same BMI. Mm-hmm. That's so dumb. It is height versus weight. That's n- does not define your
0: health at all. Thank you. It just you. doesn't
1: it just Preach. doesn't, it thank, just doesn't. You,
0: thank you yeah. for that. and and even in the medical industry I mean I used to get so much anxiety getting on the scale
1: mm-hmm.
0: like near panic attack yeah just because I worry like they're gonna judge me because yeah, like people are judging you for what you weigh yeah they're gonna think Stop I'm on. not healthy when reality yeah. I have less than three drinks a week yeah I eat a lot of vegetables. Right. Right. Doesn't mean I don't have a cheeseburger every now and then, because if I'm hungry right. for one, I'm going to have one. Right. And I, stay and, I, and I get it right. Like you're, it's part of it, right? Like
1: the number on the scale yeah, is part of it. And there has to be ways that, that they measure those things, but it's, that's not what it's all about. But I mean, like, look at your financial health, right? Like if you look at somebody's God, credit is. score, that doesn't tell you everything about oh, their financial health either. Yeah. So it's the same thing, right? Like it's, it's one thing it's, it's one thing, in a in a whole load of things that you have to look at and combine to show somebody's overall health.
0: Yeah. You can Sorry. have an 850 credit score and be broke as a joke. Yeah. You for sure can. <laughs> yeah. You can or- have six yeah. figures in savings and have a yeah. credit
1: score yes you for sure can yeah, like it has absolutely. yeah it's a that's a really good analogy like you it, that is that is one measurement of that that yeah. doesn't but it does not define your overall health
0: amen all. yeah for sure amen I love this thank you so much for being <laughs> with us is there anything, sure. else, anything else you'd like to share oh I don't know I don't think so I think so. Well, happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you. For those of you listening, this episode is being recorded a day before Mother's Day. (laughs) You're a mother of two. (laughs) And I know you're doing an amazing job teaching your daughter (laughs) about healthy self-esteem, self-image. And, you know, hopefully she's not going to have to grow up with the same amount of bullying that maybe we've received as kids. I remember going out for for bullying. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent
1: I mean, I remember back to, I I remember back to fifth grade being bullied about the way yeah. my body looked. Yeah. And same thing. I was a cheerleader in high school. And I was for sure, I was a, like, I look back on it and I'm like, I was not fat. Like, oh. But I thought I was because I was the biggest girl in the cheerleader. I, if I could be that size again, I would be so freaking happy which we're yeah. not, I mean I'm not even supposed to say that right like that's the thing it's still there like I've done a lot of work on myself but I'm not perfect
0: mm-hmm. like so I, I was told the day before tryouts to eat a salad I can't fill up on salad as oh a growing woman and this is my favorite I I did I was in a sorority in college yeah and we were told to go on a rush diet well oh. I had classes in one hall at ETSU that had so many levels of stairs.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was when I thought I wanted to go into politics. I was saying political science. They were all in this one building called the Wharf Pickle. The amount of stairs I climbed, I didn't (laughs) go on a diet. Right, (laughs) (laughs) And I even so hard to find parking spots. I walked all around campus. I didn't do that, but it's these messages that we're getting in our heads these days, it just needs to stop. And that's why I wanted to, I wanted to give you a voice for that reason. And I wanted to give you a voice to encourage women, no matter what their pursuit is to pursue it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Give it a try. I mean, like as far as the MLM stuff goes, like I, I would have never, like if I had kept that closed mind mentality, Mm -hmm. I would have never joined Beachbody. I would have never like, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know what I would be doing right now. Like as far as health and fitness goes, I don't know what I would be doing. I said yes to the opportunity. I took a chance and I'm glad I did. And it could have turned out the other way. Right. Like, but I would have never known if I hadn't taken a chance and said yes and said, screw it. I'll give it a try and see what happens. Like (laughs) you never know until
0: you try. Yeah. And we've all gotten those random messages from someone we haven't seen in (laughs) over 10 years. Hey, you want skincare? And I'm that girl now. Like, yeah. Yes, I would have what? never, never. If you had told me a year ago
1: that I would be doing this, I would have told you you were flat out crazy. If you would have told me that I would be videotaping my workouts and sharing them with strangers on Instagram and posting pictures of myself in my freaking sports bra and leggings, I would have told you you were out of your damn mind. And now I do it every single day and I'm happy about it. Like yeah. and I'm more confident than I've ever been and I wore a freaking bikini on vacation 2 months ago. I've never I think the last time I wore a bikini was when I was 5 years old. I would have told you you were out of your damn mind.
0: And I'm working on my lake body and that's because a lot of time at the lake. I do hope to be at the beach, but I'm calling it my lake body. Cause yeah, I find the paddleboard sure. and be on the kayak. Yeah. I have a friend with the boat. So I'm going to be boating this, Perfect. this summer. I'm really yeah. much looking forward to it. and It's upon us, but something I want to leave everybody with is stop narrow minding, narrowing your mind towards what a beach body looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And take care of you. And I like what you're saying about focusing on the feel good Speaking of social media, would you like to tell everybody where they can find you? For sure. Um, I hang out on Instagram
1: for the most part. So I'm at uh, Kayla, which is spelled C-A-E-L-A underscore Sharber, which is S-C-H-A-R-B-E-R. I don't do Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Kayla Sharber, You can find me there, but Instagram is where I hang out mostly.
0: Instagram Instagram is where I'm on most of the time yeah. too. And I will also yeah. leave this in the notes for those of cool. you listening, find Kayla, connect with her. She is amazing. And <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I look forward to hearing more things. I look forward to following your workouts. Awesome. And yeah. Waking up and probably getting a better habits, waking up and starting my day off correctly with a good workout. Mm-hmm
1: do it, man. It's worth it. It took me a long time to train myself,
0: but yeah. it's been so worth it. All right. Before we wrap it up, there's one question I ask every single guest. I've and prepared myself. You prepared. <laughs> and <laughs> we, this is a podcast. We talk about budgeting, but we all have something that we don't go cheap on. Mm-hmm. That We have to splurge. We have to treat ourselves. With. What is that one thing you don't splurge on or you that you don't, that you do splurge on that you don't budge on? Starbucks.
1: Yes, I told you when we got on the phone. I'm recording this. I'm in my car in the Starbucks parking lot right now. Like, I can't, I can't quit it. It's it take all my money, Starbucks.
0: Great right. customer service. I personally love McDonald's coffee. Ooh, that, that, that makes it a little crazy. I know it's. I don't know no, it's good. I McDonald's coffee. has good coffee. Hey, I don't
1: discriminate as far as coffee goes. Starbucks is just the closest to my house and yeah, my work. Too. I've got one less than a mile from my house and I have one right across the street from me at work so I don't discriminate if somebody gets me coffee I'll drink it but Starbucks is my that's my guilty pleasure for sure
0: and they're so nice they remember your first name I walk into Starbucks the manager goes well hi Ella <laughs> would you like your green tea today because they know that I love they know me well enough to know that I love the a green tea unsweetened That's what I got right now you got, yes Yep. Um, they, they've seen my orders. They've seen my credit card. They're just like, there's Ella. <laughs> there she is. She yep. makes me feel so special. Yep, yep. Yep. I definitely have a couple barista friends. <laughs> it's amazing. That's what makes a coffee shop, a coffee shop. Oh yeah. The is people, there a connection sure. to the community? Absolutely. Yep. For sure. Well, thank you again for being with us and happy Mother's Lord. Day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. Hey guys, it's Ella. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or iHeartRadio, or anywhere else that podcasts are heard. Please feel free to leave me a review. I love to hear from you guys. Also, visit my website, www.ellaconomic.com, or follow me on Instagram, ellaconomic. that is spelled E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. Hope to hear from you, and thanks for listening.